Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Do you feel like it's impossible to cut your debt in half? Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and trapped by your student loan debt or don't even know where to start? We have the event for you. We have collaborated with Pre-PC Grind, Casey and Joseph to host the most epic event for SPTs and pre-PTs to come together from around the world all in one place. We are bringing to you the Halfway to Debt-Free Virtual Summit. You can check it out at Halfway to Debt-Free. That's halfway, T-O, debtfree.com. Use the code at checkout to get a massive discount on your ticket to the virtual event. We'll see you August 2nd, 2020 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Can't wait to see you all there. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for today, we are so excited to have our guest on. And uh, Jasmine is here today. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. And for the people who are listening and don't really know kind of what it is that you have been up to lately, um, do you want to tell the people kind of what you, well, first of all, we should start with this. What got you into physical therapy in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my whole life, I actually wanted to be a journalist and a writer. And then in college, that's really what I focused on. Um, I studied communication and I was an editor on my school paper. All my internships were in journalism. That was like really what I was going for. Um, I graduated my undergrad during the last recession and a lot of journalism jobs were going away and it started more and more to seem like not such a great career path. Um, My dad kept sending me articles that I'm sure you've seen like the top 10 best jobs of the future and lists like that. And some of them I was like, never going to become like a computer engineer or something like that. Although actually one of my brothers did that. So that's good for him. But um, physical therapy was always on there. And I had had physical therapy a few times as a high school cross country runner, like spraining my ankle, things like that. And I'd always thought it was really cool. I was always really impressed with what the physical therapists knew and how they thought about the body. And so when I kept seeing it on all those lists, I was like, yeah, like that sounds like something I'd be into. Um, I started to do research about it. And then we sort of knew someone who had a physical therapy clinic. So I talked to him just to find out more about it. And he actually ended up offering me a job to be an aide at his clinic. And so I was able to be an aide there and obviously learned a lot because I was there all the time and took a bunch of prerequisites that year and then eventually applied to PT school, got in, and now I've been a physical therapist for five years. Five years already? That's so crazy. I (laughs) (laughs) I remember like wishing like when I first graduated, like wishing I'd be five years out because then I would like have experience under my belt. Cause when you first graduate, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, oh, I wish I had experience. And 
now I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm there. Like, I think I'm officially not a new grad anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I can't even believe it's been that long. Like, I've been a PT now for way longer than I was in school or doing prerequisites or anything like that. So it's crazy. It's a good place to be in, I'm sure. I can't imagine yet, but you know what? <laughs> One day <laughs> when I get there, I'm going to give you a call, Jasmine, and be like, so I think I'm there. I think this yeah, is it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool though. And, and I want to kind of just ask you this question because you did, what was your undergrad major again? So a psychology and then I minored in communication. Okay. So as someone who is not coming from exercise science, which tons of pre-PTs are, mm -hmm. how was that transition from undergrad to grad school? It was really hard actually. Um, I thought because i I've always been a good student. I went to a competitive undergraduate school. So I thought going into PT school, like I'd be fine. And I didn't really take into account just the kind of the background and the way of thinking that like many of my peers had. And I, I remember being in anatomy lab in like one of the first few weeks. And one of my classmates who actually was also an athletic trainer was talking about her favorite muscle was the piriformis and she was just saying all these things and I had taken anatomy as a prerequisite but like you know it's not like so serious so like I had never even heard of the piriformis like I just thought there was like glute max glute med and glute min and I was just like oh my god like she has a favorite muscle and she like knows about this and like I've never even heard of this and like I'm so behind and like how am I ever going to like now I have to learn all these things that I've never even heard of and she already knows them all and so I felt, especially the first semester, I just felt really behind. It was also a very different way of thinking and studying and applying concepts. Um, you know, like you in psychology, you can say like, okay, this topic's a little bit boring. Like I'm going to kind of like skip over this chapter. You can't in physical therapy school say like, oh, the wrist isn't so interesting. Like I'm just not going to learn that. <laughs> so, so the beginning was very tough, but then at a certain point, I'd say after the first semester maybe definitely after the first year I think by then everyone was kind of back on the same like playing field because by then you're kind of you've all passed anatomy you've all passed the foundational courses you're kind of back in the same boat but I think definitely the first year was tough just because I had a different background from most people so yeah that's a good question yeah and then going you know after your first year and going through your clinicals and even um, new grad, how was the rest of PT school, especially like with your clinical rotations and finally getting um, the, the experience and going through that uh, transition? I think the rest of PT school went well for me. And I mean, I always did well on the things that I think mattered the most. Like I did well on practicals and I had really good experiences on during my clinicals, was offered jobs at all my clinicals. And I think the thing I would get the most nervous about or the most upset about at the time would be like, I don't know, like I might get like a B on a multiple choice test and it seems silly now, but just like freak out because you're like, oh my God, that's so close to a C. And if I get a C, I'm going to fail out and like, then you have the person in class sitting next to you being like, oh my God, I got a 98. Like, what did I get wrong? And they're upset about that. And you're like, oh, I got a B. And then, and you get so caught up on that when you're in school. But then I'm like, the things that actually mattered, which is the practical applications and the internships and like how you're going to be as a clinician, I did well in. 
and that's what matters because like no one has ever asked me since like what my grades were or how I did on tests or things like that that they seem so important in school and obviously you have to not fail out but then it's like the person who's sitting there like being obnoxious about getting a 98 like someone might not want to come see them twice a week in the clinic because <laughs> they might not have a personality that lends itself to want other people wanting to be around them or you know so it's like so many things matter that it's hard to see sometimes in school and so luckily I did I did well in those things and ended up kind of finding my footing I would say after the first semester or so. And I think that's so cool to hear as well because you made progress like you felt better after the first semester although it may have been tough right you were mm -hmm. trying to figure out like oh my god the piriformis is a muscle yeah. <laughs> like this person has a favorite muscle I don't even I didn't even know that was a muscle and I've had so many classmates who have gone through that too of feeling like oh my god I just don't know where to start but you did better it got better you got better and mm -hmm. I just want to make that a point um because a lot of students listening can definitely relate to that um, going into the first semester. Yeah, we were lucky in our school, it was set up so that your first clinical came, I think like halfway through the second year. So like a little bit earlier, maybe. So I remember this moment, like at the end of my first clinical, just like being in my car on the way home and being like, wow, like I, did so great at this internship and like my patients like me and my CI likes me and I'm like doing amazing and I and I like being there because like there's days where I just didn't like PT school either and like times when I didn't feel like I was doing well in it or you know you just question yourself but I remember being like oh like my clinical is actually it and I'm doing well at that and it was just such a relief to get out there and do the real thing and be good at it and enjoy it and be like, okay, I don't have to enjoy taking multiple choice tests or sitting in lecture all day, but like, that's not what the rest of my life is going to be. So I just need to get through that and then hopefully things will go from there. And they did. So that was a really good moment for me. Exactly. You don't have to like taking multiple choice exams. And to be honest, I don't think anybody does. And if it, if anyone does, it's that person who got a 98 and is complaining about it, which is like, 0.5% of PT students that make the other 99.5% feel incompetent. Mm -hmm. And so a uh, whole nother rant. I'm not going to go down. Um, <laughs> oh, what do I want to ask next? Here we go. So that's PT school. Um, what did you expect? What did you expect coming out of PT school for your life to look like versus the reality of PT for you? And then we'll get into what you're up to today. Yeah, I think what I expected lined up pretty well with what happened. I got into PT kind of wanting to work in an outpatient orthopedic setting. Um, at my school, we were lucky that we got to choose our rotations. Um, and you only have to do one inpatient. So I did my one inpatient. I got to do three in outpatient because I, I knew that's what I wanted. I kind of gave myself the extra experience. That's always kind of what I pictured for myself. And then I'm not, I ended up working at the place that was one of my clinicals so and had the outpatient orthopedic job so I think I'm I ended up lucky that kind of what I pictured was what it turned out to be um I didn't know at the beginning of PT school that I'd be living in upstate New York which is where I am right now so that was kind of the only difference but I ended up at a great clinic and a great job and 
um, I think that lined up pretty well. I don't know that I expected to be doing all these kind of extra things on the side necessarily, but the job itself, I think, lined up pretty well. That's awesome. And, and now, you know, with everything going on, like right now we're recording during COVID-19 and the additional things that you are doing right now, if you want to talk about that and how you got started uh, and interested in that. Yeah. So I said my background was in journalism. So when I started applying to PT school, I just kept writing a little bit of blogging for myself and writing for other physical therapy websites. And then I've just kept that up and sort of ramped it up in recent years, trying to, I've written for a couple more mainstream publications as well. And then about four years ago, I started editing PT application essays. So I, like I said, I'd been an editor on our newspaper and I've always been the person that like friends and family have come to when they have to write like an important email or letter or something like that. And so it just kind of made sense to be like, oh, why don't I take the skills? I know a lot about physical therapy. I know a lot about editing. Why don't I combine them? I was also, um, when we were in school and my school would have the admissions day interviews for prospective students, like I always volunteered at them. And then I was always just interested in it and like asking my professors, like, what did you think of this person? And why did you pick them? And like, sort of picking their brains as to how they chose people. So it was kind of just a way to combine everything. So at the moment, I'm kind of doing a lot of writing and then a lot of editing. And it's interesting because the admission cycle hasn't even really started yet. It opens in June, but I've already had people coming kind of, because I guess some people have extra time right now, they're sort of getting a jump on the essay and starting to write it already. So. That's been kind of cool. And for the people that find you, I guess the, the first part of the question is, how are they finding you? And then the second part is, how are you finding people to kind of help out with this process? Because it can be so overwhelming. People look at the essays and they're like, oh my goodness, I thought I was going to PT school and not like, I don't know, becoming a journalist or something. Yeah, um, it's all through, it's through all different ways. Um, people find me through my website, through social media. Now that I've been doing it for a few years, I've actually had a few word of mouth recommendations. Um, a really cool thing happened where last cycle I edited the essays for these twins who are gymnasts and they're YouTube stars. And I didn't even realize they ended up talking about me in one of their videos. And so I've actually had a few people now who've told me that they found out about me because they watched these videos. And so I, then I went back and found the clip and it was like really exciting. So yeah, so thanks to Megan and Sierra for that. But so that was pretty funny. So I guess that's another way that people have been finding me. I love that because I saw that recently and then I saw their stuff and I was like, oh my God, they're going to PT school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Gabby, we should have them on. So if you guys are listening, we'll be reaching out to you soon. You're probably not listening yet, but... <laughs> Oh, you should. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was so cool. I was like, how does this even connect? The world is just so much smaller than people realize. Like, mm -hmm. you have access, you have the internet. Like, you have access to so many more people than you think. Yeah, really cool. yeah. It's funny because I, I mean, I didn't know who they were beforehand, but right. I forgot who wrote to me first. But her essay was about, like, being on YouTube. And so then I looked them up and I was like, oh, wow, like they have a huge following. Like they're doing something really cool. And then the second sister, her essay was originally on something 
different. It was a little bit more generic. And then because I had done the first sister, I was like, you have this like really cool, unique experience. And like that I was fascinated to read about. I was like, you should write about being a YouTube star, like somehow like that is so interesting. That's so much more interesting to read about than like I went to PT and shadowed someone who had a knee replacement or, you know, so and she ended up changing her essay. And like, I mean, she said in the video, she thinks it became so much better. And I don't know, it's just really cool. And what are some of the other little tips? I love those tips. Like write about something that is not just like you said, like, oh, I hurt my knee and now I want to do PT. Okay. <laughs> like expanding and being more personal. Um, what other little tidbits do you think could really help? Like if pre-PT is listening? Yeah. Well, the hard thing is that, so PCAST changes their essay every couple of years. And so the one that they just changed it to now is a variation of like, why did you get into PT? which it kind of goes against like everything that we've been, I've been telling people, which is like, don't say exactly why you want to go into PT, like tell a more interesting story. And now people can't because that's not what the essay prompt is, unfortunately. So I think you still need to find a way though to make yourself unique and maybe mention experiences that you have that will make you a good leader or that show that you're good at teaching or that you're good at working on a team like you should still show experiences that aren't just i went to pt or i shadowed the pt because i always say like you when you're applying you took the same classes as most of the applicants you took the same gre you took you also were at a clinic so a lot of your application is going to look the same as everybody else so the one way to really stand out is through your essay so you want to try to put some of your personality into it and something interesting that you've done besides just went and shadowed the PT clinic, because that's the only thing about you that's going to stand out. So that, and then I guess what's similar is I always tell people to make sure that you're the star of your own essay. So even if you do write about being in the clinic or being in PT, the essay should ultimately revolve around you so it shouldn't if i read it i should have an idea of who you are at the end i shouldn't read it and be like oh wow they shadowed this awesome physical therapist or this really cool patient because even though that could be a really good essay it doesn't make you stand out or say why you're going to be a good future pt so you have to not lose yourself in the process of writing the essay i love that and that's such a important component of the whole application and it's just so fun to be creative and just have you know different perspectives perspectives as well especially someone editing the essay and saying like you know if you could add this in that would be great because I know I use that uh you know with editing <clears throat> having someone edit my essay and say like you know you can add this in and it would um you know really sh like display your voice and your personality. So just taking all of those um, together and that's incredible that you're able to do that and really help students. Um, because like you said, the essay is one of the most important uh, components and really makes you stand out. So um, now that you know, you've been doing that, uh, are there any other, um, any other things that you've been diving into as well? Um, yeah, so I wrote an ebook recently that was based on kind of a conversation I had with someone who works in admissions. And then I'm 
trying to see if at some point soon I could get out kind of a longer book of some sort. Um, like I said, I've been trying to write for different places, um, trying to do a little bit more mainstream writing and so not just for physical therapists. Um, one of my goals is to write more for the general public because I think there's a lot of misinformation or outdated information that we kind of read about over and over again in articles. And since I work with a lot of writers who maybe come to me for quotes for stories, I sort of see the way things get confirmed. So you have been doing a lot of writing. And when did you start writing for kind of the PT journals or um, stuff like that? And how would you recommend students who are interested in it how would you recommend they get started? Yeah, so I did write a little bit while I was in physical therapy school. And then I've kind of ramped it up since then, just because I've been a little bit more confident since then. Um, I think the number one thing to do if you don't have writing experience is to start a blog for yourself. Because then when you finally do want to write to someone, you're able to show them what you've written so far. And you sort of have a track record. And then one of the best ways to get started is to just find different websites. So I know like new grad, oh, now it's called Covalent Careers. It was new grad physical therapy. Like they take a lot of people who wanna write for them and they'll actually pay you a little bit. Um, a lot of times getting started, you just have to accept that you're not gonna get paid. Um, and one thing you can do, like I just wanted to write for as many places as possible when I was in school. So I'd find like a physical therapy website, reach out, ask if they wanted me to write for them. And a lot of times if you're saying like, hey, I'm going to write you a blog post for free, like they're not going to say no. So I wrote for a few places. And then sometimes once I had my own blog established, I'd reach out to other people who had their blogs. And then like we might do a trade, like I'll write you a blog post, you write me a blog post and just kind of a way to get my name out there. So that's the best way to get started. And then from there, you can start to kind of pitch yourself to maybe like more mainstream publications. I love that because a lot of students think, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Like <laughs> I wasn't a journalism major or anything. And yeah, so they have all of these thoughts in their head and they're like, I just don't think that's for me. And you know, writing's not for everybody, but there are many of you out there who are great writers and PT school. Maybe you're, you're not writing a whole lot to be honest compared yeah. to some other majors. Like, um, and so it's a great creative oh. outlet for you. Um, yeah, yeah. that wasn't a question. That was just me and then thinking a lot of, out loud. And then I'm seeing like, especially now maybe cause more people have some time on their hands, but I'm seeing a lot of people starting Instagram accounts Yeah, and like really writing in depth captions. So I think that's like another interesting way that people can get into writing. And I think that that might be tough to make into like a career or something, but I'm seeing more and more people be pretty successful with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even, um, so even if writing is like, you don't want to take the time to, you know, write everything out. I know like transcribing. So something like we're doing right now of just, talking and having uh, an app where it just translates for you and you can make a blog from that. So that's another option too. If you like to uh, just talk and then have it be um, written into words. Yeah. Edit it, but 
uh, yeah, that's, that's great. And for students listening, like, no, this is a, a thing that you can do and um, make, you know, some extra money on the side, especially if it's something that you, you've always enjoyed and you want to, you know, continue on. So that's, that's really great. Exactly. Sarah, you're muted. What are you? <laughs> I was <laughs> muted. I was like, oh my God, the baby laughs are so cute. I hope that makes everybody's day because yes. I cannot listen to a baby laugh and not giggle a little bit to myself. It's just like adorable. Oh. She's, in, she's in like a very giggly face. Like if she just looks at you, she starts laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> well, she's so happy. She's like, <laughs> her tummy is full. She's just a happy. She's girl. really like enjoying what you guys can see, but she like, she keeps taking breaks from nursing to like, look at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're just entertaining. <laughs> uh, love it. Okay. And, other question. Oh, oh, go ahead, Gabby. Um, um, no, you're good. Um, what was my other question? Um, did you have another question, Sarah? Yeah. So I was just going to ask, um, for all of the students listening, I know we already gave a little bit of advice, but just like generic PT student advice, if somebody came up to you and it's like, what is the biggest thing you wish you would have known before starting PT school? What would it be? Yeah, I think one thing I wish I had thought more about in school was to not maybe think so much in like a segregated way about every subject. So I think it's easy to think like, well, this is peds and this is cardiopulm and this is this. And well, like I want to go into ortho. So I don't maybe necessarily need to care about this class as much. And I mean, from a very basic level, first of all, like all of it's going to be on the boards. So you need to know it at some point. But then things overlap a lot more. <laughs> things overlap a lot more than you think they're going to. So like, for instance, like in my clinic, like kids come in, like, so anything pediatric, like I would still have to know because I can't say like, oh no, I don't treat seven-year-olds, for example. And then even just a lot of conditions you learn about in one class will still apply. So like a lot of the things you learn about in pediatrics, for example, unless it's a condition that sadly is deadly, like kids grow up with those conditions. So like we learn about scoliosis as like a pediatric condition, but you grow up with scoliosis. So then I see like tons of adults with scoliosis or even cerebral palsy and things like that. So I think you can't necessarily think of like, oh, this isn't going to be relevant to me because it probably will be. And especially now we were talking before the podcast started about you know how the job market has changed right now. I think a lot of people might be finding their first job could be in a different setting than they previously thought about because I think hospitals will probably be doing more hiring than maybe outpatient clinics, at least in the short term. So I think the biggest thing is just to give kind of every subject a chance and recognize the importance of learning everything. Great advice because especially in this time, the you know, COVID-19 pandemic is happening right now. It is May of 2020 as we are recording this. And um, it's a very different world, right? You don't know what it's going to be like when you graduate. Um, and so keeping an open mind about things that you may actually need to retain to use for your future that maybe you didn't expect. So yeah, I love that advice. And, and for, oh, go ahead, Sarah. No, go ahead. Um, 
Did you have another question? No. Okay. Um, and for everyone who wants to get in touch with you and wants to message you, where can they find you on social media? Yeah. So my main Instagram account is jmarcusdpt, and that's how I am on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, I recently made a new Instagram account to focus more on the editing, which is the PT writer. And then I also have my website, which is jasminemarcus.com. And then you can always email me. And that's the same jmarcusdpt at gmail.com. So I think I'm pretty much the same on all platforms just to make it easier for people. And I respond to everything. So whatever is easier for people. So, but I'm having fun with Instagram lately. I think that's probably where I'm the most active right now. It's the place to be. We're a little biased because, you know, (laughs) same, but... (laughs) That's so cool. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Jasmine. It was so great to finally get to chat with you. Thank you. Yeah, it was so nice to finally get to chat with you guys too. I've been a fan for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.